Start saving on your monthly car payment today with Radiant Credit Union's Auto Refinance Special, and that Auto Refinance Special is going on right now. The auto loan experts at Radiant Credit Union can help you get a lower rate and a better term on your current auto loan. And how about putting some extra money in your pocket each and every month? Wouldn't that help with your monthly expenses these days? Plus, for a limited time, you can get a cash bonus just for refinancing your current auto loan with Radiant Credit Union. And at Radiant, there's never a processing fee. You can get up to 90 days before your first payment. 90 days. Imagine getting a lower monthly car payment, a cash bonus, and no payments for 90 days. What are you waiting for? Visit RadiantCU.org slash AutoRefi for refinance and cash bonus details and apply today to start saving money each and every month. That's Radiant Credit Union. Start saving on your monthly auto payments right now. Fredly insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. You know, in a way, it's not fair that that's the intro. And right away, all you hear is like the grill is hot and you hear meat searing on a grill. And you go, you know, I'm not even hungry, but I want to eat now. And then you hear the plopping of uh, sudsy beers into a cup, Mm -hmm. into a a glass. And you go, why are we here? Who are we? Why are we here? Because we're here to talk. That was the uh, introductory. uh, Do you remember that guy when, when Ross Perot ran for president? No. Oh, come on. Now, you're not that young. I know who Ross Perot is. But well, I don't he, remember the guy that Stockdale. I think his name was. He was a uh, veteran. Guy was a night. You know, I felt terrible for him. But his his introductory in the vice presidential debate that year, because you had three of them, was "Who am I? Why am I here?" <laughs> Which is like something that's stuck with me my whole life. Eh? Every once in a while, I'll say that. "Who am I? Why am I here?" But my feet are right where I am. Right. Yep. Isn't that what that guy said yesterday? You have to have your feet where you, your feet are where you are. He so, did. So here's where I am. You are, and uh, we are in studio. 
Tomorrow we won't be. Well, you won't be. I won't be even present in the pr- in the uh, uh, city in limits. the county. Barely out of the city limits. I'm going to Palaka to speak to the Gator Club there, and uh, it's been a busy week. And it concludes with Monday going to Savannah to speak to the quarterback club, and again. That'll either be a really good talk or a really uh, program-changing talk. Well, it's it's the quarterback club. It's mostly Georgia fans, so it, it could be. It right. could be. That's a good, what I mean. Yeah, but um, Karen's going to drive me, so we'll have a good time. We'll go up there. We we've worked it out, and you've been very generous and let me slip slip out of here Tuesday, so we can spend a little bit of time over there. But uh, Friday, uh, Robbie will be back in, so mm-hmm. we'll be do, we'll do that. I know a lot of people are big Robbie Andrew fans. I'm not many Pat Dooley fans yet, but Robbie Andrew fans. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just kind of there's a lot going on. When, when you get to Florida Georgia Week, I've done, I did, you know, like somebody was mad at me for something I said on Feinbaum about Gator fans. Uh, a couple people were, and they sent me emails. And uh, I was telling you yesterday, I said I did three um, radio shows while I was driving. You know, um, I don't have any idea what I said today. It was the same thing, but it wasn't. I was home for for all of them, but it was uh, Cole Kubelik and Greg McElroy, their show. From Birmingham, then it was um, um, Kay Stevenson or uh, from Pensacola. Then it was somebody else. And as you know, at about five twenty today, I slip out for just ten minutes and talk to the boys over on Ten Ten XL. Yeah, you you're you are so bored with my conversation right now. Okay, I'll liven it up. I'll come up with something else, something better. No, I'm not bored. I'm just no, t- I'm you're just tired. I had a big night last night. Well, I stayed up as late as you did, bro. Yeah, but I did other stuff leading up to that. Well, I did too. Like what? The I spoke to the quarterback club. club. I had not only that, but I interviewed Bobby Stoops. Like Bobby Stoops, it wasn't like I'm here and I'm gonna just gonna talk. It was like, all right, Pat, what do you got? You know. So, did you ask him about the '98 defense? I did. Well, did he say I'm it was not, the best? He said, uh, oh, I'm not going to rank defenses. Uh, you know, I love all my defenses, you know. Uh, that's, is it, that's not even close to a good no, impression. It's yeah, it's I I can hear his voice. I just can't you're, get it. You almost had like a mix of Orgeron and somebody else. <laughs> Maybe McElwain. Yeah. The two legends of the SEC. Can you imagine doing a book on legendary coaches of the SEC? Chapter 14. Ed Ogeron. <laughs> Chapter 29, Jim McElwain. Yeah. Winner of two SEC East championships. He did. And no hearts. <laughs> he did. You can't take that away from him. You can't take away the uh, Price is Right Live that I went to last night. You went? I did. You finally you did go? Bought the ticket and made it over there. You you gave me the great I gave, I had the great line, though, to open my show last night. What? Well, I said uh, tonight uh, I was a little late getting over here because the traffic was unbelievable. You know, they're having a they're filming a Price is Right episode TV show over at the O-Dome. And actually they're film, filming too. The second one is what's Todd Grantham's buyout? They're going to do something. <laughs> it's Everybody not, laughed? It's me. Oh, yeah, of course. Because everybody's down on everything right now. You know, and, and it's just the way it is when you're losing. I mean – I'm sure there are fans of Clemson going, are we sure Dabo's still got it? Yeah. But isn't it 
I guess it's fascinating always because you're. It matters wins or losses, right? Yep, that's all. Even though they've been as close as they have, like, what if Florida beat LSU? Like, if it was flipped, what if they won by a touchdown? It was forty-two thirty-five. Okay. All like, right, sir. Isn't this week's conversation completely different? Um, it would be different because if you then beat Georgia, you you have You'd a still chance. Ha- would need them to lose one, and they have nobody left. Yeah, I, I get that, but at least you're then you have only the two losses, and you were just you were that close. If you wouldn't have slipped up against Kentucky, it, it would be a different conversation. I I I, I instead will tell- it's like. It's like the end of the program conversation. No, and and I will tell you that I think part of the problem and why and I don't you know I don't look I'm a fan now too you know I'm allowed to be a fan I'm not happy with the way things have gone and and what's the results have been but I think in the end when you look back on this season you're going to say it wasn't that they lost it's how they lost mm-hmm. all right you. All right, you lost one game because you missed an extra point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the difference in that game. Now, yep. I'm not saying it would have, you know, if he makes the extra point, maybe it, it doesn't end the same way. Whatever. You miss another game because of 15 penalties, eight of them because you would never change your snap count plan, and that was just looks stupid. It looks bad. You look undisciplined. And then you lost another game because a team that cannot run the ball ran all over you because they ran the same play over and over again and you never changed. And you kept running a 3-3-5. And you showed lack of versatility, which had been your, uh, you know, number one, I think one of the number one strengths of the staff is a way at, at halftime they can come back with a better plan. And they never did that in this game. So it's the way they lost, not that they lost. Yeah. And it's, it's six straight one-possession games that Florida's lost. No, it's n- no, it can't be. Yeah, not counting Oklahoma. No, what they that counts. No, the games that they they haven't won any of the one possession oh, games. Okay. So it, it, when it's been a one possession game, the last six of them they've lost them all. Um, you're right. I know. Yeah, because technically, you know, they get the ball with two seconds to go on their own twenty yard line. It could have beaten Alabama. All they needed was Lindsey Scott to show yeah. up. Could have happened. All right. Well, if you want to show up, you can. 392-8255. Will is here producing today. Of course. Oh, that, say that again. Will is here producing today. No, you didn't today. say it that way. You went, Will is here. It was like Louisville. <laughs> Will is here. Well, there's a Louisville. That one. <laughs> That's what it was. Louisville. So we'll talk Gators and, of course, the Braves winning yesterday. They uh, they go up on the Strohs. If we have time, we'll talk about. It. We're we're a football town. We're a football town with a drinking problem. Or, That's no, right. it's the other way around. We're a drinking town with a football problem. Either way, it works, and we'll be back to get it going here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jolly Katzen. After finishing in second place on day one and maintaining their score on day two, the Gators women's golf team is back in action today for the final day of play of the Alley at the Old Waverly Golf Club in West Point, Missouri. Sticking with Gator sports, Gator soccer will host South Carolina at home tomorrow for the final game of their regular season. 
The World Series continues tonight after the Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros 6-2 last night in Game 1. After suffering from a leg fracture, Braves pitcher Charlie Morton will be out for the rest of the series. The first pitch will be at 8.09 p.m., but live coverage of the game will start right here at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldenLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldenLaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen. And you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. 
This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Not like a riff, and not like all of the riff. You're different. That's that song. You're different. I know. It's kind of a song about you, how different you are. I am. A little off. <laughs> you know what? You should have been a left-hander. Quirky, mm-hmm. redhead, dorky. Dorky, yeah. Non-muscular. By the way. But I real, do have big shoes. Real quick, I did want to say one thing about last night's praise game. We'll let people talk about it, and I'll, I'll respond. But when when Charlie Morton threw that uh, curveball, no, in the slider, it was yes, curveball, curveball. Um, for his last pitch, it might have been the sweetest-looking curveball I've ever seen in a major league game. And that's the thing. And he put, you could tell he put so much pressure on himself uh, physically, you know, at that bottom launch point of it, that I th- I think that it just it just aggravated what what was already a problem and made it worse, and that's then they diagnosed it as a fractured ankle. But it it just was one of the sweet. I mean, it's oh man, it's a fastball right at the letters. Next thing you know, it's right at his knees, and he he didn't. Even, but you could just see the torque he put on it, and you know more way more about pitching than I do. Okay. But the torque he put on every part of his body, and I think that's that made it worse. I'm not saying he w- still didn't wouldn't have had a broken ankle, but that's that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Did you stay at Holiday Inn Express? Yeah, I did. So you, I have in my life. So now yeah. you're a medical doctor. Now, if you stay at a Holiday Inn Express, are you then a doctor for life? I think so. That's how it works. All right, let's well, uh, wait a chat you, about. You have it. no response to that. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, he's just. He does it on every pitch. He just happened to have broken it earlier, and it just collapsed on him. I just think he put more heat on his ankle on that pitch, and the result was in- incredible. It was really a great pitch. I like the pitch, especially because it struck somebody. Well, of course. That's the way it was. All right, let's uh, start things off with Ryan today. Ryan, what's up? How's it going, fellas? Good. Good. So, yeah, uh, it's everybody in Gator Nation. I think Grantham's got to go. The past years have just been not what Gators defense should be. Honestly, it's probably like the past years have been one of the worst. Like, it's, I'm sorry, this year it's probably been one of the worst like defenses I've seen. And I've, I've been a Gator fan since I was like since I was a kid. So I know that that's Mullen's boy. I know that they go back, but unfortunately, it's business, man. And you, you know, you know, as Gator fans, we're going to let you know if you're not doing your job properly. So if this defense is the worst defense Florida's ever had, what about last year's defense? What was that? Well, what about last year's defense? <laughs> that was, I mean, there's no comparison how much better they are. On yeah, I mean, Ryan, but before LSU, they were only giving up 16 points a game. Like, so it wasn't, it was the end, like it was the end of the world. I mean, no. they, they held, Alabama had scored 30 in like 80 million consecutive games, and they were that close to not doing that against Alabama. So... And I think that you could you've got see your, your best player hurt. Yeah, and you and but you could see some little things that could come back to haunt them, and then they all did. And and I, look, the LSU game is the one that's gonna. Of course, it's the taste you can't get out of your mouth, you know, for Florida fans, and and they forget about all the other games and just shutting out 
Vanderbilt, which isn't hard, but it's still you. They did it. Uh, but even in that game, they drove down the field all the time. He's kept missing field goals. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but look at the Kentucky game. And we, we were all worried about all these different ways Kentucky could attack you. Leading rusher in the SEC, leading receiver. Uh, they got to finally got a quarterback. At, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a factor. Yeah, they scored 13 points. Yeah. But um, so they were doing some good things without, and especially without a middle linebacker. Um, but, and without Kyrie Elam for how many, what, three games? Mm-hmm. I think it was three games. So, but this game is just something people aren't going to let go of unless they go out there and do something really good Saturday. You know, if they go out there and lose 34 to 10, people are going to, it's just going to ramp it up that much more. It will. We shall see. Dave, what's up? Hey, Dave. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello again. Hello. Hello. We got you. Hello. I don't know. Something wrong with his phone. Dave, we'll put you on hold and see if we can uh, get you back as we take Ryan. We'll say goodbye and you say hello. Ryan, what's up? Hey, man. Y'all hear me all right? Yes, sir. Hello? (laughs) Dave might have been expanding. I'm hearing y'all. Y'all are sounding kind of robotic and static. So maybe he was. That was a struggle. That's not our problem. We can't do anything about it. Yeah, y'all are real muffled. I don't know what's happening, but I can hear y'all playing today before that. So anyway, something's going on with the phone lines, apparently. Okay. But I guess I'll talk, and then I don't know. I guess y'all can just hang up or whatever. But I was going to obviously talk about the Braves, Jeff, but I was going to comment on what you talked about. If they'd be LSU, uh, would the mood be a little different? And, you know, I think back to that year with Muschamp when we, we went 11-1 and one and the only loss was to Georgia. And, you know, the whole just win at all costs, you know, just win, baby, whatever you want to say. And that year, obviously, that was that defense was ridiculous. And we had very little offense. But even the Georgia loss, like we had like four turnovers. And I remember some some tough calls late in that game. And, uh but even that team, I don't know. I felt like that team. There was, I had more confidence and thought they could do more this year. The way they have lost, um, obviously, I don't think that the, the first caller was talking about the defense. And the last year was hysterically bad and historically bad. Um, but it's not the defense; it's just how they're losing all around. Where I just, even if we had squeaked out wins against Kentucky and LSU, you just don't. It's so ugly. You just don't have much confidence in uh, in this team. That's just. Kind of where I, I mean, that's my opinion, how I feel about it. Just kind of to answer your comment. Well, but I think if you win those games is all that really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we saw that 90, that 06 team really wasn't that good of a offensive team. And they, they like, they had to rally uh, at the end of the game. Remember, they leaked, drove them down the field, threw a touchdown to Dallas Baker at Tallahassee to beat FSU by, by seven, you know. They would go to places and not be overwhelming, but they'd win. They'd walk out with a win most of the time. And uh, when you don't play your best, you're not gonna. Nobody's gonna play their best twelve games of the year. Um, it's just the way it works. But when you don't play your best, you need to find a way to win those games. And this team doesn't seem to have that gene in it. You know what I mean? Like like la- last year's baseball team, we talked about a lot. They never they didn't have the I want to win the game gene. You know, they, they and maybe I think they will. I think maybe guys like, uh, you know, with Judd, with uh, his, his brother there is going to kind of grab that gene back. But 
I believe in the clutch gene, and I believe very much in the ability to try to win the game at all costs versus try to do well. And we go right back to those two defensive ends who are trying to get their NFL contracts set instead of doing their jobs. And they better start doing their jobs or they should get them out of there. Uh, I, I agree with you 100%. Hey, you there? Yep. We're there. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Y'all, y'all, y'all sound good again. Fine. All right, you're back. So, yeah, I agree, Pat. Hello. Is the, um, you know, people talk about getting up. And, oh, it's hard to get up for this game. Oh, Vanderbilt at home and whatever. But, that gun, you get to play 12. You're guaranteed 12 games when the season starts, you know. And it looks like we're probably going to get 12 and maybe a bowl game if we can finish out decent. But, so, I mean, why would it be hard to get up for Kentucky when they've, you know, pretty much been right there with you the last few years? Why would it be hard to get up for LSU when they've been beating your butts, you know, and you're just coming off of embarrassing lot? So, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But anyway, I don't think, um, I don't think it really has been a matter of. And Jeff, you've been there. I have not mm-hmm. been at either place of getting up. I think it's just been a matter of lack of execution, yeah, lack I, I of mental focus. Yeah, and before the games, they're they're dancing around. They're having a good time. They're doing their thing. They're ready to go, and they just don't get off to the greatest of starts. So I, I don't yeah. I don't think it's get getting up an issue. All and right. there's a blue well, pill for that if you got that issue. I was about to I was just about to say there's a lot of jokes here. We'll move on to the Braves. Um, so obviously, if if one told us going into that game that we were going to get seven outs from Charlie, and then he's going to leave and be be done for the daggum season, and and Matzik, um was going to get hit pretty hard. I mean, you know, his, uh, he only gave up one run, but still, he was hit really hard, and uh, they could have done more damage against him. Uh, you'd have, you'd have been surprised to think we pulled out that win. But man, hats off again to to Minner and then Jackson. That was huge, I thought, for him to come out after the two outings he had against the Dodgers to come out and have a good strong outing, and I think get his confidence back up because you know we're going to need him again. They, they finally series. found an inning he could pitch in the six. That was he was pretty good in the six. I go, oh, you, that's it. You Leave him there. No, and just he was better with the fastball, yeah. like and and not hanging yeah. the off speed pitch. Yeah, and there was no shame. And I mean, he his control was bad in L.A. But you know, I mean, Bellinger took that high fastball and just Tommy hauled that sucker. I mean, there's no shame in that happening. But it's when you're walking guys. Yeah, but field. he also the mound, he has zero confidence. You like, know what I mean? L.A. Yeah. hit something like 720 against him this year. So there, yeah. as he said in the post game, they're my daddy. But um, still, man, for I mean, like I said, I was jumping up to that quick start, and uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but the kid they uh called up is a is a big lefty that actually was looking like it was going to be a big part of our uh, bullpen this year, if not even starting some. And uh, he had some forearm tightness back in the summer, but Tucker Davidson's coming up, and he's another big lefty, and uh, keep pounding those lefties out of the pen. But, uh, you know, and like I said, I was hoping Charlie was just going to be a bruise. It's like, hey, sweet, we'll win this game because we're up five, and we'll get him back from game four. But now it looks like game four will still probably be a bullpen last Drew Smiley game. But, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna hurt not having him to to go one more time. It obviously changes some stuff. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's he's been yeah. a guy. Gosh, these last couple of seasons, everywhere he's gone yep. in the post, and he's been lights out. And you, and he had a, after struggling a little bit earlier, uh, he had control of that game. It felt like too. That was the other thing. I, even though I, obviously I didn't 
it, it worked out just fine, but uh, he could have given him a lot of innings and not had to pitch Minter as much as they mm-hmm. had to pitch Minter. Yeah, I think we really need uh, really need Freed and, and Ian Anderson hopefully the next two nights to give us a minimum of five, if not six innings, so we can rest Minter a little bit and some of those guys because we're, we know we're going to need them further on down the line. I mean, Minter, you know, I think was it last year, two years ago, he actually had a start in one of those sort of bullpen games, you know, and gave us about four good innings, so going to need them all, but uh, if they can save him tonight, let Freed go a good six, if not seven in, is, uh, you know, pie in the sky kind of wish there, but that's what we need, I think, to happen to save that pin. We'll take it. All right, fellas. Right, right. thank you, yeah. man. So it's uh, Ian Anderson's game three, and then game four is who? Alice Cooper? Five, Ozzy Osbourne? Mm-hmm. Six, Glenn Fry? Yep. <laughs> Going back to the 70s. That he was. I was huge Jethro Tull fan, by the way. Thick as a Brick. Thick as a Brick is one of my favorite albums of all time. Nice. Greatest album cover ever, too. Is it? Yeah. It's what? a it's a, it's a a fake newspaper, and you unfold it, and it's a huge fake newspaper, and it's, um, but it's just nothing but, like, Saturday Night Live type jokes, but they're very British. It's, it's funny. Not as good. I don't know if it's as good as the album cover for Big Bamboo when they had a huge giant rolling paper. <laughs> Why is there not a brick on it? Be, it's just a line from the song. Man. It's just not he's not thick as a brick, I guess. Weird. I really don't mind if you shut this one out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to sit out for a few minutes, but come back and uh, continue the conversation. It is the tailgate powered by Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Comfortable this evening, then overnight, a storm system approaches our area. You'll notice increasing humidity lows in the morning around 60 degrees. And from the morning through the early evening tomorrow, we'll have a chance for scattered strong thunderstorms. They could produce damaging wind gusts. I can't rule out an isolated tornado either. Then on Friday, much cooler behind the storm system. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. You gotta win multiple Super Bowls for it to be a dynasty. Do we ever talk about the Buffalo Bills that went to four Super Bowls and didn't win one? Do we ever say that it's a dynasty? No. The Dallas Cowboys, the Boston Celtics, the New York Yankees, those are dynasties. When you show up at the Super Bowl and don't win, it's not a dynasty. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, Dozo Dooley back here with you. The Wills are producing today, and if you call, you'll talk to one of them. And then uh, talk to us. So we'll uh, continue to run through Florida Georgia and all the things that are happening. The 99th all-time meeting in this rivalry will happen on Saturday. Is that according to Florida or according to Georgia? 89 of them in Jacksonville. It's according to Florida. Yeah, so Florida doesn't count a game that... Georgia does. Yeah. That's the way it works. So, so in theory, it could be the could 100th. be the hundredth meeting all time. Seventeenth time that the Gators are playing the number one ranked AP team in two program and one history. Year for the first time. Yeah, two and one year. So gotta deal with that. And obviously we know it is Georgia's defense against the Gators offense. 
Georgia's defense ranked uh, numero uno. In a lot of things. In everything, basically. Yeah, and Florida's number four in rushing offense. So you would think, you know, they're number one in rushing defense and Florida's number one or four in rushing offense. Yeah. Feels like a, a, a simple solution to find figuring out who's going to win this game. Well, but then also, like take that a little bit further, the Gators are ninth in total offense in the country. Yeah. Yet we want to sit here and say Dan no. Mullen doesn't know what he's doing. No, and again, I I do think that their schedule and it's at times has helped them, but they have played Alabama, they played LSU, Tennessee is obviously a a better team than a lot of people thought. Um, you know, the bottom line is we're going to find out how good this offense is Saturday. If this offense, if this offense gets like to 24 against Georgia, you know, I, I will say, well, that that shows you how good this offense is and how good Mullen is. You know, last year he gets what, 42? Was it 42-24 was the final? I 41, think? I think. Something like that. No, no, no it was 44-28. Yeah, that's it. It got complicated there at the end. Yeah. Anyway, um, that tells you a lot about how good they were um, with with that group. And now, totally different group. If he goes out there and puts another, you know, thirty points on him, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, we'll still see. David joins us next. No, he doesn't. Having some uh, phone issues, it looks like. So we're gonna uh, for everybody listening, we're gonna reset the phones and try to come back and make sure that we can uh, get all that squared away. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things as as you look at numbers that indicates that this team has been good offensively. Which, Mullen does not yeah. have a lot of success, though, against Kirby Smart. Well, no, and I don't – I but, you know, all the stuff that ever happened in Mississippi State to me is just worthless information. You know, I, I look, any, anything – I always – quote this great line from Tom Petty you can look back but it's best not to stare so you, even if you can look back at his what he's done against Kirby and it has nothing to do with this year's game but there you know there's a little indicators there um, don't forget last year he destroyed him I mean they couldn't stop him they couldn't come up with anything they couldn't stop the wheel route uh, two years ago once they figured out the armband issue yeah they were good they they you know the fourth quarter they dominated and just one play were one play away from winning the game or tying the game. Uh, the year before those it, they hung in there with them and then um, you know obviously towards the end yeah I, I think they hit the one a couple big plays and and just knowing Mullen and his reactions after games and being around him that second year Georgia game really really upset him like he felt and, and all the players felt that they were going to win that game and they were good enough to win that game. And that crap that happened early really messed stuff up. And it was unfortunate. It was not good. And, um, you know, Georgia wasn't a great offensive team that year. But, um, you know, what, what were they up? 16-3, I think, going into the fourth quarter, I believe it was. Something like that. 17-3, maybe. I don't know. I'm just asking you. I don't care, really. You were there. So were you. Ah, so why is every it, game for you is like a fish concert? You just you don't remember anything. You're like, oh, I don't know, man. I went out in this van. <laughs> well, what's what's the point of remembering scores? I I think it's important. 
Is somebody on? I think David. We, David, yeah. you on the air? Yeah. Can you hear? All right. Me? Sweet. Yeah, we got you. Okay, you're clear now. A while ago, you're a little, little kind of messed up, but it's clear as a we're bell. We're We're still messed up. It's just that you can hear us. <laughs> no, I just got a couple of things to say. Uh, uh, did you, did you, did you get a chance to watch the Ole Miss LSU game? Yes, I totally did. Watched it all. Did you see how they shut down LSU's run? Yes, but by trying to play defense. That's right. They got they moved their they moved their linebackers a little bit further out, and, and they crashed their ends on it. They knew they they scattered us scattered our game so well. They knew how to stop that uh, counter uh, uh, kick out and double down. And it's it's not a hard they, play to stop. That's no, the, that's the hard what, part of it. Yeah, but Florida yeah, didn't. The thing that makes me, the thing that really makes me mad though is if 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 our defensive coordinator could have done that for three games. We'd be seven and zero right now. Well, uh, you cannot blame the defense for the Kentucky loss. Uh, well, no, that that you go back to the the block field goal that really hurt bad. Then when we was down on that eight yard line late in the game with about a minute left in the game, I thought sure we'd score it tied up. I would have probably put the the big kid at quarterback in there because he's so hard running, and they, they probably couldn't have tackled him. But you know who? I don't think he was. Who can, he wasn't healthy. Yeah, he wasn't healthy. He couldn't play. He wasn't healthy. Okay. Well, I ain't, I ain't think hurt hurt. He'd have done better than my other guy did. But anyway, I like I said, if our defense could have just rose the occasion a little bit stronger in these three last games, I mean, I, I understand Alabama. It was a close game. We could have maybe won that one. But well, they gave up ten ten points in three quarters. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And you talk about the Florida George game last year. They had us fourteen to nothing in the first quarter. Remember? I yeah. thought we was going to get our brains kicked in, and we come back and won, of course. But you know, I just I, I got my. I just want to know what Pat's going. Who do you think is going to start a quarterback uh, Saturday? My gut is that Emory will run out there first, and that and that uh, Anthony could come out there as soon as the second play or the second series. I mean. I think they're going to well, play, I, play them both and go. Let's see who's playing better, and let's go with that. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I, I'd start out with a Jones too and let him go far as he can go. If he's playing well, keep him in there, and then maybe at different times sub the other kid in. And of course, he has a bad game, uh, not a bad game, but starts throwing the ball away or something. He can always put the other kid in. I don't know. I, I'd start I'd start Emory too, just you know, just to start it off because. I think that I'm, I'm kind of worried if we start off with uh, 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 the kid from Eastside, he might get hurt. <laughs> They're the big and strong as they are. I don't know. Who knows? Well, he's a lot stronger anyway, than Emory is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So you're basically offering Emory up as a sacrificial <laughs> Just going. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to get him hurt for the last four games. I still think we can go eight and four, you know, and we if we could look up and beat Georgia – Nine and three is great. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Eight and four, under the circumstances, that ain't a bad year either. So, you know, I don't know if they do get to go to a bowl game. It'd probably be the weedier bowl somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> well, but, I mean, they're, they're, look, they'll get if they go eight and four, they'll get at the minimum into the Outback Bowl. So, you th- oh, that'd be all right. Yeah. So, I kid, mean, look, they, it, we'll, but again, we'll see what happens this week. Maybe they go out there yeah. and, and win this game, and all of a sudden they're back in the – 
in the mix. If they go nine and three, they're back in the mix for the uh, uh, getting to a New Year's Six Bowl. You never know. Yeah, that's true. It's a long season. You all right, let David, it all play out. Appreciate you. Let's uh, snag Kevin next. Hey, Kevin, welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, a uh, couple things I want to hit on. Uh, one, I was ta- uh, listening to Steve Russell show. Dan, I don't know if you guys caught the uh, interview with Valentino. Um, a very articulate kid. A very, uh, very good interview. Enjoyed listening to him talk. But a couple things he threw out there, and I'm not going to blame the kid for this. I think maybe this goes back to coaching or, or maybe a perception of players and coaches. But the question from Steve was one was, um, are you all ready to play this week? And he says, we're always ready to play. And it made me think, go back to like the last four or five first halves, they came out. And if that perception is they were ready to play, then either the coach's perception is they were ready to play or their player's play or perception Somebody's off base because they were not ready to play. And I think it goes back to Jeff. You said that, you know, they were jumping around and whatever. And I played sports, and, and there's a different type of being ready and up to play in a ball game. And just because you're jumping around and acting like an idiot doesn't mean you're ready to play, play, a, play a game. It means you're acting crazy and, and, and maybe you're not focused. And maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But my question, not my question, but my, my comment here is, it seems like either the players don't have a feel for what it takes to be ready to play or the coaches don't have the perception on how to get them to that point. I don't know. Uh, and then he also said in his interview that uh, the question from Steve was about the defense, how they pro- progressed through the year. And he says, I think we've gotten better. Well, I think that's a misperception too because look at the LSU game. That's not getting better. And, and there's been, I think Pat hit on it, there's been things that have happened, and, yeah, maybe it didn't cause or lead to scores, but there have been things that have happened to this defense that they've gotten lucky and dodged bullets where scores could have been put up, and, and the numbers may not have reflected uh, the 16 points or whatever that you were saying, Jeff, that they were giving up a game. So I think there's some things out there that, you know, I don't know who's, who's at fault or if, if you could say it's a fault, but it's a perception of what is being ready to play a game because even if you think back to the Georgia game last year, they came out and they were down fourteen nothing. They weren't they weren't quite focused. Yeah, so I, it, I think was, Kevin, I, I think this staff. So I mean, to answer that question, I, I I feel like the players are ready. I think they're always ready. I, I think this staff though is one that utilizes in game stuff and tries to adjust after that. I think we've seen a lot of Mullen success come in the second half. Obviously offensively against LSU they did defensively was it was really piss poor so that wasn't the case there they just never made that adjustment but that's what they do they kind of get in the flow of the game and that's where you go back to that LSU game even offensively though yeah Florida scored 42 remember they had the wind on those first three possessions and they basically had the ball at midfield in all three of them and couldn't do well, much. Was off a of block punt. Yeah, what was off block punt? Yeah, so they just they didn't get going early Mullen's still trying to get a feel for everything it's almost like you wish that you could tell everybody they're down fourteen nothing, and then he coached that way. Because I think he yeah. just he kind of putters along until he needs to do something, and he'll always play it close with with those types of games. Well, look at when the the I think it was the first series of the game. That, was that after the block punt? I think they ran it three times. Yeah, it was when Richardson right. came in. Yeah, and just didn't do anything. So I mean, there was right. a, there yeah, was that just, was when you take a shot. It was yeah, it was almost like they were going, let's see what kind of defense you're in for for three series, you know. Um, so you got to be more aggressive. I think there's no doubt about that. 
it, it, I guess it looks sometimes like the players are are sleepwalking to them. Sometimes they're they're slow and they're not they're not engaged. And, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's that's them. That's the coaching. It's I don't know. I don't have I don't have a hand for it. If I did, I wouldn't be calling in here. I'd be coaching. But it just seems like there's I don't know. There's just something you watch some of these teams play and they come around, they get and they're ready to go. And I don't know if it's the 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 scheme that they got going on or if it's just the players. I don't know. Well, uh, this my, is not a fast team, so you, that's part of the reason. They're not. They're they right. don't have the speed at receiver. They don't. You know, they're not a, a real fast team, and they look they look really slow against LSU. And I don't think after in the fourth quarter, you're you're not going to be slow because you had to get up at eleven o'clock or play an eleven o'clock game. Maybe you're just slow because you're slow. Right. Uh, my second thing, and I don't know, I, I read this today, and uh, it was it was from something that uh, I guess Del Torre had, had talked about in a uh, discussion with someone, and it was about the uh, the Shamar James uh, debacle as far as him de- decommitting. And in the article I read it was that uh, Del Torre would talk to somebody that was in the recruiting staff or something, and the question came up, about uh, the Shamar James had a ball game, and I guess it got moved back from a Friday to a Thursday or something because of a shooting or something. And the question came up, are you going to see him play because there are rumors that he might be decommitting? And they said, Kirby and Nick Saban are going to watch him play. Are you going to watch him? And they're like, well, do you think we should? And I'm like, really? You're asking someone else if you should go do this? And it was like they didn't even, and according to what he said, it was almost like they didn't even know he was like, the rumor was out there he was going to decommit. So it really makes me wonder how much of a pulse do we have on some of these kids once they sign? Is it like we've got them signed or we've got them committed? Not signed, but committed, and then we just forget about them. I don't know. But that's that's kind of just, that's kind of scary if that if that really is going on. And, well, I don't think and, it, and it may very well be going out. on. That may be a real issue. Or it could be totally false. Well, I don't uh, think Nick would make this up. So no, he's not making it up. He's he's getting it from somebody who may be wrong. You know, I mean, I, 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 you never know when you hear all these stories about. You know, you're saying, did they even know about the rumors? Well, what do you mean rumors? I mean, how do you know about rumors? Rumors are rumors. Um, look, this staff has not done a good job of recruiting. It's got to get better. Uh, you hope that the new facility will make a difference. They're going to lose players mainly because. I, I'm guessing that a DC who's in the last year of his contract and thinks he might get fired probably doesn't want to go down and see him. You know, you've got a you've got a uh, an HC who can't go out that week. So I mean, it, there's a lot going on in the recruiting cycle, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's not good. So hey, thanks guys. Right. I really enjoyed your show. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. We got to snag this last break of the hour and come back. Finish it up. Here all the way until six, though. You are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jolie Katzen. The Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros face each other again tonight for Game Two of the World Series. The Braves are 1-0 in the series after they won 6-2 against the Astros in Game 1. The first pitch will be at 8.09 p.m., but coverage of the game will be right here starting at 7. The Florida women's golf team teed off at 8.30 this morning for the final day of play of the Alley, taking place in West Point, Missouri. The Gators were able to finish in second place on the first day of the tournament and were able to maintain second place yesterday. 
The Gators soccer team will host South Carolina tomorrow for the last game of their regular season. And of course, the Gators football team will travel to Jacksonville this weekend to face the Georgia Bulldogs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming. November 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's a three-day, $60 million event with extra savings store-wide. Plus 36 months, zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 Diamond Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading or diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. The year's best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry. Even GIA certified diamonds will be on sale. November 5th, 6th, and 7th. International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. Approved credit. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breasts on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays. They're losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. There's a ton of great benefits to living out in the country. The space, the stars, the farm animals, and the ability to swim naked when need be. But the one thing that I found out that's not cool, when the septic stops. Then there's a wee bit of a problem. Thankfully, I was able to call Newsom Well and Septic, and I was saved. This family-owned and operated business is the best, whether it's commercial or residential. They do well drilling, pump repair, pump outs, drain fields, septics, and they're available 24-7 if need be. Kyle and Josh Myers have been at it for as long as dude's been writing. So if your toilet don't swallow, give them a holler. Newsome Well and Septic. Remember the name because you'll certainly remember the results. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's semi-annual sale, is happening next weekend. November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Get extra savings store-wide. Lowest prices all year. Plus 36 months, zero interest financing. And it's like double the selection. All the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. All of it on sale. Plus over a 1,000 new diamonds have been purchased just for this event. Don't miss the lowest prices before the holidays. Not this week and next weekend. November 5th, 6th, and 7th at IDC at Celebration Point. On approved credit. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 
All right, we are finishing up the first hour here on the show. And that is going to be a call to Bo Gator. Hey, Bo Gator. Hey, man, how y'all doing today? Good. Hey, uh, Pat, uh, the best uh, 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 album by Jethro Tull is Crest of a Knave, by the way. It's not bad. No, come on, man. Uh, Thick as a Bricks 1 um, and Aqualunks 2. There's no question about that. Steel Monkey's a great song. In fact, I remember being here and when I first got to town, and ESPN did a whole thing on Emmett Smith, and that was the song that was playing, Steel Monkey. And I go, I think that may be racist. You know, yeah. wait, wait a minute. What, what are you guys doing here? But they they didn't play it again. Yeah. But anyway, and uh, a new theme song ever since the LSU go down is Welcome Back, My Friends, to the show that never ends. <laughs> because it's over and over. I mean, everybody says the defense sucked. Okay, well, we gave the ball back to them four times. Yeah. So that's four times we didn't have the ball. If we'd have just kicked the field goal on any of those times, we win. Two short fields and uh, one one pick six. So anyway, that's twenty one yeah. points. And I that is something to consider when you're evaluating uh, Coach uh, Grantham. But uh, you know, at the same time, you can't let the same play be run over and over and never stop it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's happened to teams all over the country all the time. Like I said, we did it against Georgia with Dempsey and Rainey. That Real route. Real route. You know, and I love AR as much as anybody. I'm wearing an AR shirt today. If anybody don't order it, go to arshop.com or something like that, apparel.com. But, uh, you know, he threw two bad interceptions just like Emory did. So it would have made a difference if Emory was still in there throwing the ball. I mean, uh, they were bad throws. The first one was uh, actually the worst of the two. The second one was it was a panic shot, and I I get that, especially for a young quarterback. But he also drove him to four straight touchdowns. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, you take the good and the bad with both of them. I mean, you know, and I mean, we all wanted Emory to be the shining star. And, I mean, I just want that light to go on for him. I mean, so, you know, I mean, I love the dude just for sticking it out, being there, working hard, waiting his time or whatever. But I'm pretty sure Dan Mullen ain't sitting there going, well, you know, I'm going to let him go one more time. And if I lose this one, then it'll be, you know. I'll I, I, I take our coaches over everybody else in the country. All right, Bo Gator, we got to go for the top of the hour. Appreciate you. Yeah. Real, real quick, and I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, ten seconds. Yeah, I'll talk about him. Sorry, you're usually really good for ten I, seconds. That's I, what Karen told me. No, that's not what she told you. That's what she She's told me. Never spoke to you for hour two. Right after this. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest 
pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Start saving on your monthly car payment today with Radiant Credit Union's Auto Refinance Special, and that Auto Refinance Special is going on right now. The auto loan experts at Radiant Credit Union can help you get a lower rate and a better term on your current auto loan. And how about putting some extra money in your pocket each and every month? Wouldn't that help with your monthly expenses these days? Plus, for a limited time, you can get a cash bonus just for refinancing your current auto loan with Radiant Credit Union. And at Radiant, there's never a processing fee. You can get up to 90 days before your first payment. 90 days. Imagine getting a lower monthly car payment a cash bonus, and no payments for 90 days? What are you waiting for? Visit RadiantCU.org slash AutoRefi for refinance and cash bonus details and apply today to start saving money each and every month. That's Radiant Credit Union. Start saving on your monthly auto payments right now. Fredly insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. That is us. Happy to be here for the second hour of the tailgate. Well, we've been here the uh, the whole time. Started at 4 o'clock here all the way 
until 6. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley with you. Will's producing today. And uh, phone lines are, as expected, uh, jamming. And uh, having a good time talking to people. I apologize for the many periodic outbursts that Dooley has brought to the show today. What's a better song? You're Jamming Me by Tom Petty or Jamming by Bob Marley? Or Jamming? We be jamming. I want to jam it with you. Mm -hmm. Or you're jamming me. Take back your Eddie Murphy. I like the... We be jamming. Well, that's the way you are. That's the way you're built. You're built that way. That's right. I'm sure Larry would agree. Let's find out now as we go back to the phones. Larry, what's up? Hey, guys. Man, I've been on hold for two days waiting to talk to you guys. And yesterday, my wife made me hang up because she don't like listening to me while she's in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but the other day when uh, Zach and you were talking, you know, about uh, Mullen and the media, you know, if you make $7 million, Mullen was here before. You know, he knew what he was getting into. Like Dooley likes to say always, nobody suffers winning like Gators. So you had, he had to know he's going to hear it from fans. And if you're making $7 million, I don't want to hear you whine about it because you're making $7 million. You know you what, know? though? I, I don't think Mullen cares about what fans think. The problem he gets is that when he gets questions from the media, the questions are always fans are upset about. I mean, right. I must have heard 15 of those questions over the last two weeks. You know, the, obviously the fans are not happy with, you know, why the fans are can't understand why you're not playing as quarterback. And that's so he doesn't necessarily hear directly from the fans. Right. It's more, um, I, yeah, from the from the media. I got you. And that was my, well, and then yesterday you guys were talking about how things have changed. You know, back when Foley was here, Spurrier, you know, uh, Meyer, people wanted to come here. Kids wanted to come here. I think social media had a lot to do with uh, how kids look at other places. And, uh, you know, like Foley always expected kids just to come here because of the coaches we had. And we were winning constantly, just like Bama wins now. So everybody wants to go there. And then they got, you know, like you were talking about pouring in money. Florida's got so many programs that are good that they, you know, spread the money around. And other places, you know, you have football and that's it. Well, there, but, there's uh, my, no shortage of money for football at Florida. Right. Well, my main question today concerns you guys, you know, like the media. Today on the Chris Chalmers or whatever, the show pony, they had a guy out of Orlando, three on three podcasts or something like that, saying if Mullen did not start Richardson, you would have all the fan Gator fans on the fence be on the other side. And I, so I understand what you're talking. And, uh, Pat, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel? You've been here a long time. I'm 50. I was born and raised here. I've listened to every freaking program that's ever been started in this town. And to me – there's a difference between the national media and the local media. You know, I've heard you ask some tough, tough questions. Russell, you know, Steve Russell, he gets mad when people criticize the Gators. He can't take it. You know, he snaps back. Jeff, to me, you'll, no. you'll criticize some, but you work with uh, Mullen, so you have to do a show with him. But to me, I mean, he catches a lot of slack from you guys locally. 
the last person that really chewed his ass is working in Orlando now. And I just wanted to Who's see that? what you – Bianca. When did he I chew think, his ass? I mean, I'm just saying right neg- – like negative. You know, he wasn't afraid to call out things. So is that, that's like what, is that what you stuff. want us to do, Larry? If it's there, yeah, you should call him out. You shouldn't just because you work with somebody like that. Uh, I if think I'm we've been, a, we've been very clear about the, the the dissatisfaction with things that have gone on this year. Right, right. I, I uh, think. But what, point, you, what are we supposed I, I to do? To are we supposed to go down there and fire everybody? <laughs> no. Um, I, I know what you're trying to do, but I'm just saying, if I'm on a fire with somebody and I'm not doing my job, I'm going to hear about it, right? you know, and if somebody's not doing their job and fans want to criticize, fans can criticize. Absolutely. Criticize yeah, we, all you want. We allow you to do that. Why do you think right. we have a no, show that's do, two hours of people you do, allow, you do allow that, but I'm saying the local media, you know, cuts mulling a lot of slack. I mean, uh, Jeff, you work I'm with local constantly on a Thursday night. Well, you're not. But, you know, Jeff will say something about the defense, but you very rarely hear Jeff say something about if Mullen did something bad or thing. And I'm not picking on you, Jeff. I'm just saying when you work closely with the university, you seem to – people seem to take it easy on that coach. Well, it, could be t- it could be Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, listen, listen – but, but, Larry, listen to any – coaches show for the network for the college yeah, no, it's, like you're not going to sit there and job, say what yeah. the hell did, did <laughs> yeah. you guys do at LSU Coach, you worried about me getting fired <laughs> like I mean that, that's not that's not going to happen that those shows are right. meant to promote like and, and we're going to sit there and talk about the positive stuff to try to get recruits and then that's what people are right. going to listen to I mean there's a reason why we sat there and and him and I discussed during a commercial break why when Emory threw four touchdowns, it now has done it with him, Trask, and Frank. So you've got three quarterbacks in the last four years that have thrown four touchdowns in a game. There's not many schools across the country that can do that. So we're going right. to say that to try to get the number one wide receiver in the country to hear that clip and say, oh, I should go to Florida then. I, I, I understand that. I'm just, that's his job. I'm just, yeah, I'm I mean, just, that, that's I'm my just, job, Larry. Right, well. I'm just asking a question. You know, you can get frustrated. All I'm, you I'm want, not frustrated at all. I, I've li- I've listened to you for a long time, and I think you take it easy sometimes. And that's just my point of view. Everybody, yeah. Has well, one. here's the thing. Like when I was <laughs> at a newspaper, when I worked it for a newspaper, if you wanted to be critical of me for for that for being too soft, I that certainly is a is a legitimate uh, question. And somebody's asked me before a long time ago, why were you never tough on Spurrier? I was like, he never lost. It's kind of hard to get down on a guy who was the greatest coach of all time. Jeff's job is different, when especially hosting the show and doing Gator Zone and stuff like that. And when he comes on this show, when there gets to be when things get to be a little bit dicey, he turns to me because I I don't have any paycheck coming from anybody over. Uh, UAA, so you know, and, no, and, I, I understand. Like, and, and I, I would, I would part. rather promote the program and try to show the positive things that are happening to make sure. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I this is a whole nother discussion. Yeah, 
But Larry, no, I, 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 I got you. I, I'm not trying to pick on Jeff. I'm just saying in general, out of all these years living in this town, reading the Gainesville Sun, you know, listening to Russell, listening to the sports show, and I, and I want you to show me one time, or maybe I can't say that, multiple times where Russell has said anything, anything negative. He's not my problem. I mean, you people. I know, but people call in, and it's just like he has a case of the ass. But if you, but if you want me to go wrong. back and pull clips of <laughs> things when I demanded the coaches be fired, and yeah, no, I mean, no, 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 in the newspaper. Well, and, so, and Larry, right after, to, right after, right after I got done, ask a question. Right after I got done talking right to Mullen at <laughs> Kentucky, he gets on the Zoom thing, and the first question that's asked by the media, if you're saying they're not harsh enough on him, hey, coach, did you get out coached today? Right, like that, that's a pretty harsh question, and some people take that as being a dumb question. But it wasn't a dumb question, and and that's the thing. I think that uh, especially this the new group that's in there now, uh, the journalists that are covering the team are, are going to be a little bit harder. And I think they've been very hard on Dan Mullen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we were hard on coaches when they were bad, but right. we went to look. Don't forget, we covered. There was a stretch of twenty-one straight. Florida Georgia games where Florida won eighteen of. We didn't have to write too many negative stories after those games. Yeah, I just I you know I know Mullen's a good I like Mullen I think he's a good coach but like McElwain three what was it three straight Eastern Division titles he got us to the two okay and Mullen's got us to three straight yeah three um, straight New Year's Bowls New Year's six so to me I mean it's apples and oranges. Meyer won two titles within four years here with him as offensive coordinator. I mean, to me, I feel like he doesn't want to pull the, you know, cord on Grantham. But, I mean, at some point, you have to do something. And I'm just saying, to me, local media takes it easy. But I appreciate you guys letting me express that. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, and maybe I'm right. But, I mean, that's what my point of view is, is that, you know, locally things are looked at differently than nationally, you know, with him. And I, I'll All take right. it off there. Go, Gabe. All right, Larry, I, thank you. And the bottom line is every college town in America is that way. Sure. You know, you know, I mean, Saban gets mad when people say, why is this guy not playing it more than he should be? You know, the backup tight end. And I mean, he. it's just the way it is. But, I, I look, I always stood by – my integrity as a journalist at the Gainesville Sun. I'm I'm a different in a different world now. I'm writing for a lot of things that are very much pro Gator. You know, writing for the alumni magazine, writing for uh, the uh, UAA newsletter, uh, writing for WRUF. Um, so it's different now. But uh, I think I've been pretty hard on on a lot of people during this little run here. So I don't. It's. It's it's easy to be to want everybody fired and want everybody to change because you think they should change. It's easy to to take that, but if you sit back and look at it analytically, analytically, and um, and you know really know a little bit more about what's going on, it changes the way you look at it. Well, yeah, because look, Florida's off here. I'm re- reading the game notes. Florida's offense is on pace to rank third in school history in rushing yards per game. Yeah. Like, but, but, but Mullen's not doing his job. I, I, here's the thing. People, here's where I think 
the average, and again, it's hard to find an average fan because fans are all over the scale. Sure. But I think the average fan is saying Mullen's not doing his job because he won't get rid of Grantham. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, I think that's all, where the I think the negativity. I think, and I I said this to you the other day. You know, I'd start Richardson the last four games, get some comfort level for him. Soft teams you're playing, doesn't have to score a lot of points, and then you and then at the end of the season, if if they're still not getting things done defensively, you know, make a change at that position, and then you go into the next year with momentum. That's going to be the key. The key isn't beating Georgia. I'm sorry. It's just not. No, I, I the agree. key is going into next year with some momentum that you've lost from the the moment that I retired and then they lost to those three straight to end the season. So that whole thing, they've lost all this momentum that they'd built up and they need to rebuild. That's what I would be looking at. I like it. Jake, welcome. Hey, uh, hey, Pat, by the way, the best Jethro Tolk cover album is Stand Up. It's you pretty good. that album? It's pretty good. I think uh, the teacher was on there. Was a teacher on Stand Up? No, that was a teacher was on uh, Benefit. Benefit, that's right, yeah. New Day Yesterday. New Day Yesterday. Don't want to be a fat man. It was a new day yesterday, but it's an old day now. Dun, 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 dun. That was a great. That's a great song, bud. <laughs> See, it's an awesome song. Now we got. Now we got uh, Jeff kind of tapping his toes. He's ready to get in a little Jethro Tull. <clears throat> well, Jethro Tull, seen him ten times, pal. They're the wow, incredible act. Oh yeah, been all around. I only saw him once, and he came out in a bunny. I saw him suit. at Jacksonville, and uh, I did too. Little- Amphitheater downtown there. We probably saw the same concert, but I've seen him in Chicago a bunch. I've seen him all around, but Ian Anderson, he's one of a kind. But anyway, move on from that. But, um, got a question. Is game day going to be uh, at Jacksonville? No, they won't. Um, SEC Nation is. So Tebow and Laura oh, okay. and that crew will be. Okay, so Danielson's actually not doing a game. CBS doesn't have it. Uh, CBS does have it. Um, so it's it's Nestler and, and Danielson. Yeah, okay. I thought that's what I thought would happen. Is it a three thirty game? Yep, always three thirty. <clears throat> always three thirty. Well, that's cool. And then uh, I was going to ask you: Do you think uh, that uh, probably not for health reasons? He he held him back, obviously. But do you think that uh, Kirby Smart's going to play uh, Daniels over Stetson Bennett? No, I, I think you don't mess up the mojo of what's happening. And Bennett's been good. And remember, Bennett was good against the Gators last year until he got hurt. He got absolutely destroyed on a hit, and then Georgia went downhill after that. So I think he's running their offense fine. Um, certainly, JT Daniels is a different type of player. But for what they're doing, like like if, if George all of a sudden can't move the ball and offense is not doing much, then maybe you start the second half with Daniels or something to, to create a spark. But... I mean, you got that great offensive line with two stud running backs and everybody else that, that's going on. He doesn't need to do much but be a game manager, and he's doing a really good job of doing it. So I don't see why you would change it. Yeah, I agree. I understand that. Um, do, last thing, I'll let you go. That sure. last session you had there was a long waste of time, by the way. Um, uh, i got a question here about um, – and now I've lost my train of thought. 
Anyway, all right. Thanks a lot. Okay, Jake. Appreciate thank it. you. Appreciate that. Let's uh, snag a break. We'll come back and uh, keep it rolling. It is the tailgate, powered by Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I am Kish Laspinal. In the MLB, the World Series is underway with the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros ready for Game 2 tonight. The Braves took the first lead, beating the Astros 6-2 in yesterday's game. Starting pitcher Charlie Morton, who dominated the first couple innings for the Braves, will be out for the rest of the series with a fibula fracture by a comebacker from Yuli Gurriel. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning won yesterday's game against the Penguins 5-1. The Lightning look for another win tomorrow night against Arizona Coyotes at 7 p.m. Looking ahead, Gator Soccer looks to lock in a Southeastern Conference tournament berth Thursday when it plays host to South Carolina for the regular season finale. The game is scheduled for 6.30 tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kishla Spinal. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that Gainesville grew up on, and don't forget to mention the tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again, Jeff. It's not bragging when it's true. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because. Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. 
When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back. Jeff here with you. Pat stepped out for a, a few minutes to do his little frangy show, but he'll be, uh, he'll be strolling on in here in just a couple minutes as we get back to the phones and Jack joins us. Jack, what's up, buddy? You know, Jeff, hey, man, I've got a sneaky feeling about this weekend. I don't know. You know, one thing I'll say, Dan gets his team up to play uh, big games. He does. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not predicting a win. I'm just predicting a great effort. You know, one thing, I, you know, Shane talked about the other morning when he was on Monday with Steve Russell is that he didn't see anybody just giving 150% effort out there on the defense uh, during LSU. And that's something, man, the two things you cannot coach in sports is effort and speed. That's what you, you can't coach that. And if the Gators defense gives the effort that they have to do, we can stop them. Because, you know, you look back again. I know everybody's on George's bandwagon. Of course, I'm not. Um, but you look at who they played. This will be the best offensive team they played the entire year. Yeah, easily. And they got, they, they got Arkansas after Arkansas had two historic wins over, who was it, Texas and Texas A&M or somebody behind them. Then they came to Athens and got beat. Then you had Kentucky beating us and then beating LSU at home, then they went on the road, and they were beat up, had a bunch of guys out. And uh, I, I just think that I think Dan's going to scheme up. I mean, again, it's all about the effort on defense. We've got to wrap, like, like we used to say back in the, at Fernandine Beach High School, back in the late 70s, wrap somebody up, man. You can't, you can't tackle somebody by grabbing their jersey or pulling the shoulder pads or just grabbing their, grabbing their belt. you got to wrap up, man. Wrap your arms around somebody and wait for help. Get them stopped. Wrap up. It's an easy thing to do. Wrap up. But I, again, I'm not going down. And by the way, I did I did pass my uh, financial accounting. Uh, the only two bigger miracles is that was Jesus coming back to live and uh, Moses parting the Red Sea. So I've got all the <laughs> that a baby. Proud of you. That's but, awesome. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I think uh, I, I'm optimistic about this game. Uh, this would this would take all if, if Dan wins this game. It's going to take all the heat. And, you know, recruiting. Yeah, I, I think we, we got some changes coming for recruiting. But you know, one thing too, man, uh, he's going to hit the portal hard. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get some talent in here, and just you know, it's not all. Even if we do lose, all right. Well, let's go nine and four. Let's regroup. We got a bunch of kids coming back. Hit the portal, and let's uh, you know we'll have AR back next year, and let's let's go win something bigger. But again, let's let's take Georgia. This let's like Spurrier just said on uh, the HBC just said on Paul Feinbaum show. You know the the, the the dogs upset us in 1985. We were number one. They've hurt our feelings a lot back in the late 60s, 70s, and 80s. Now let's go hurt their feelings. Uh, this Saturday, okay? Go yep. Gators, and I'll talk to you guys on Friday, man. Go All right, Gators. Jack, thank you. It's, it's a great way to put it. And I, honestly, I, I you look at what Mullen has been able to do throughout his, not even here, 
at Mississippi State, just like he has gotten up for for big games. Obviously, less talent at Mississippi State, but listen, the, the guy can scheme up with the best of them. And Georgia's defense given it's six six point six points a game. Like that's all that George has given up. So obviously the Gators get a touchdown. It's already over that. But yeah, you you, you throw four touchdowns up there, and you stop an offense that isn't necessarily God's gift to offenses here. Then you're in the game if you can keep it. You get around 28, 31 points, I really think Florida can win this game. But that's going to then be up to the players executing because there, there's no doubt in my mind that Florida is going to be able to come up with some stuff to put the players in the right spots to make it work. Now, does a guy miss a block? Do they miss an assignment somewhere? Does Emery throw a ball late? And now all of a sudden, instead of the guy being open for two steps, is it now picked off because he waited like we've seen? Like, those are some of the problems. They'll come up with enough stuff. I mean, heck, we haven't seen Jacob Copeland on jet sweeps at all this year. Gosh, the the two quarterbacks, as everybody knows, have been playing. Well, guess what? Put them both in there at the same time. Mess up Georgia. Do something funky. I think there's a lot of things that can happen in this game that they haven't shown. And... It's an opportunity now to go out and execute and see what happens. Let's get uh, John to join us next. John, what's up? Hey, I want to defend you and Pat. I wish he was here to see the air. He's walking in now. Okay. Listen, that caller is so wrong. If you are a journalist and you're a writer like Pat was, now I'm going to go old school on you. Pat will know this. I mean, you had your Furman Bishers, your Bill Castell, Rex Edmonds. Um, I can't think of the guy in the camp, uh, uh, St. Pete paper, or Miami paper. Tommy Kewen, Hubert Mizell. Hubert Mizell, oh my God, yeah. But you guys were not supposed to be cheerleaders. And that was a problem I had with my son that went to Florida. He, he kind of didn't like you because you were not pro-Florida. I said, Kevin, that's not his job. That's not his, his his job was to be a reporter, and do and you did a great job. And, and listen, Herman Bisher, uh, Bill Castell, all these, and Hubert Mansell, these were my heroes growing up, and you were one of them. You did your job like it was supposed to be done. Jeff, your job, you worked for Florida. You better be a dance cheerleader. So, you know, and I'm the only uh, one with a Gator shirt on right now, though. <laughs> now, uh, if Nick Cooper wasn't a cheerleader, I wouldn't want to listen to him. Uh, you know, he's got Lee McGriff kind of reel him in sometimes. But, you know, uh, my God, there are different areas. And, Jeff, you do an unreal job. Pat, you did a great job. You should be in the Hall of Fame with the rest of the guys I just mentioned because you did your job like it was supposed to be done. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. I wanted to defend you guys. I mean, everybody's got to come on. Would you want Mick uh, Mick Hubert to be like David Steele? David Steele drove me crazy. Oh, gee, I'm, you know, it's like he was working for. NBC or something, not Florida. But well, he was I trying to work for. <laughs> no, Larry, uh, David Steele was great. I I like David a lot. But, he was not. But you know, you know, I, here's here's the thing. He put me to sleep. 
he put me. Well, that's sleep. that's you. I mean, that you. Yeah. Not everybody felt that way. I like David Steele a lot. He's still been. A, he's a good friend of mine. Oh, he's a great. But guy. I will say this. Think about how would you like to hear David Steele call Doring's catch? I couldn't hear Mitt when Mick did it because he said it, he was screaming so loud he didn't come through oh, on the radio. David we had a bad radio that day. Yeah, David Steele would have been like. Gee, we just hit a really nice pass, right? <laughs> and the score would have been I the mean, same. <laughs> but yeah, here, yeah. here's the thing. There's a great story about Louis Grizzard. Louis Grizzard was one of the great sports writers, oh my God, yeah. great writers of all time. But he was a yeah. total Georgia homer. I mean, he oh, lived absolutely. for Georgia, and he yeah. wrote a column when Georgia Tech beat Georgia, stunned them, big upset, and the and the yeah. hit, and the story was the column was. I don't want to talk about it. And there was, they ran a blank, blank down the I whole remember, side of the paper. Listen, so that's I, being I a homer. Yeah. I lived in Atlanta during his heyday. And, uh, but then well, another flip side of that, maybe your predecessor, Jack Harston, or Jack, people would call him Harris. He was the biggest gator homer ever, but he was a columnist, you know. Yep, he would get on him every once in a while. But, um, yeah, I've enjoyed this trip down memory lane to talk about all these great guys. Yeah, yeah we appreciate it, John. Yeah, thank you all guys right. for listening. Yes, sir, have a good one. Let's uh, get Lee to join Mike us. Bianchi wasn't a homer. We know mm-hmm. that. Lee, what's He's up? He's an anti-gator. Hey, nothing much. I got two things. Uh, first, uh, when does basketball season officially start? 14 November days, 9th. I think. Yeah. Is the first game they they have scrimmage next uh, Monday or two Monday or Tuesday? They had one last week oh. with uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They don't want anybody to know about it though. We're not allowed to. <laughs> uh, I found out about it. Here's what happened: one team shot into one basket, the other team shot into the other basket. Both of them made mm-hmm. shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, one last thing: uh, I like if um, Florida gets rolled by Georgia. And then mess around and lose to some, like Florida State, uh, the last game. You think uh, there'll be more noise in the system? I'm gonna take it off the air. All right, thank you, Lee. Yeah, no. Oh, the FSU game will, is going to be big for Dan Mullen. Now, it's not going to mean he's going to get fired. It's not going to be uh, one of those situations where he's playing for his job. But if he, as you said, loses to Georgia and then loses that game, and then now they're a seven and five team. They've lost their grip on the Knowles. Uh, now they've lost, you know, what, four out of five to uh, Kirby Smart. Uh, they've lost twice in a row to LSU. These all of a sudden become pieces of evidence, you know, that, that are up on that mountain. Uh, but let's wait until that happens. You know, FSU's not very good. I'm I'm going to be fascinated to watch their game against Clemson. It's a 3.30 game, too, so I can get it on the second television because they played better but they played nobody you know uh clemson's terrible so let's let's uh, be curious to see how that game goes but yeah if fsu comes in here and wins that game it's not gonna it's not gonna be good it could be the beginning of the end but it won't be the end let's put it that way agreed all right we got to get a break we'll do that sit there and agree how with how smart i am that's the whole the whole show the whole show is me saying smart things. You going, you're right, Pat. What do you want me to say? He's he's fired if they lose to FSU. No, well, you so just so I can be different. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're well, I, be right. So yeah. I agree with you. So then, why are you criticizing me for agreeing with you? 
I don't think you were listening. I think you. Were. I listen to everything you said. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to tell sometimes because you're doing that texting thing. <laughs> texting and texting and watching porn on your phone. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in North Central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong with my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and played again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. 
For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun, with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Comfortable this evening, then overnight a storm system approaches our area. You'll notice increasing humidity lows in the morning around 60 degrees. And from the morning through the early evening tomorrow, we'll have a chance for scattered strong thunderstorms. They could produce damaging wind gusts. I can't rule out an isolated tornado either. Then on Friday, much cooler behind the storm system. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe you didn't cheat this year, uh, but in 2017, uh, two people lost their job, okay? Like you have to acknowledge that something happened, that's all. And, and a lot of cheaters didn't get punished. Is it the matchup I wanted? No, I wanted Dodgers-Astros. Braves against the Astros? I'm watching it. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. Jeff's about to get out of here. He's got stuff to do, family stuff. Kid duty. I will hang in here, and then tomorrow Jeff will have a uh, special guest as his co-pilot. I'll be going to Palatka, my uh, former um, college Stomping ground. Yeah. And then uh, Friday, Robbie and I, Robbie Andrew and I will be in here. So we get, we're giving you a little bit of everything. That's right. All right, that's a little bit of uh, Gator Man. It's always fun. Gator Man, what's up? Well, how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Well, I got the top ten thing the Gators must do. They get a victory on Saturday. Number ten, they must be plus three in the turnover margin. Number nine, they must Good hold luck. Georgia on the 150 <laughs> yards rush. Number eight. Make one or two big plays on special teams, which they haven't done all year. Good luck. Number seven, play Richardson the whole game. Number six, Mullen has to be creative. Number five, can we bring back the tight end, please? Number four, Damian Pierce has to go crazy. Number three, Kirby will be Kirby. Dan just had to out-scheme him like he always do. Number two, play big boy football. Bring your big boy pass. Number one thing they got to do, it's Lee Todd Grutherman Gangsville. Don't let him on the bus. You guys have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Gator Man. You know, a lot of those things are not going to happen. Uh, Richards is not going to play the whole game. Uh, Florida will not do anything on special teams. And the Gators can't force any turnovers. That's been part of the problem. It's, un- it's been that way for a long time, too. I need to go back and do some research uh, on their turnover margin. Uh, but usually what they've done is not turn it over, but they don't get any turnovers either. So. But I agree with you. All those things, if if Florida gets, if Florida can win the turnover battle, which what happened against LSU, 
four nothing. Yeah, and that's um, why LSU won. That's the only reason. Only reason they won. Um, if they can do that though, for once. But I, I don't see like right now Georgia's plus three in the turnover margin. They don't turn. They don't get a lot of turnovers, but they don't give up a lot of turnovers. Um, here's a great staff where I gave to the quarterback club last night. Florida, or I'm sorry, Georgia is last in the SEC in total tackles made. You know why? Never on the field. They're never on the field. Yeah. Can't make a tackle on the bench. Three and outs all the time. Three and outs, boom, see ya. It's weird. It's weird, though, because they their time of possession is about even. It, it is kind of crazy, though, to think that they've played seven games and they're giving up 6.6 points a game. Yeah. Well, they again, they've not played great offenses no. for the most part. That's when they played as Arkansas, and that's not – going to keep you awake at night they're great and we'll find out how great they are saturday right i think this is a that's why all these conversations this week is almost like it's great to have them but we'll know so much more monday to be able to discuss okay see mullen can do this mullen can scheme against the best defense in the history of college football like all these things or it's okay it's 41 to 14 and there's some problems with the program. Well, and that's, you know, I will say this. It, Mullen has said this a hundred times, and I, I kind of agree with him. It's a long season. They could lose 41-14. We're going to all say that this program's taken major steps back, back, which we all thought they would this year. Many of us thought they would. Uh, although I thought they, were, they had a better roster than they have. Okay, I, I was wrong about that. And then you go out and win these last four games, you get momentum going. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. They've got to figure things out. Whatever happens out of this game should be the the impetus to do whatever they do the rest of the way. Not not what they've done leading up to this point. Whatever happens this game should be what the impetus for what you do. Can I agree with you or are you going to be mad at me? Again? No, no. I think it's good that you're agreeing with me because usually you get mad at me and you go, no, they're going to win by 100. All right, I agree. <laughs> All right, got to sneak out. Duels will take you the rest of the way. Final segment happening right on the other oh, side. I got good stuff for you. I got, nice. my, I got my. Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kishla Espinal. In the MLB, the World Series is underway with the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros ready for game two tonight. The Braves took the first lead, beating the Astros 6-2 in yesterday's game. Starting pitcher Charlie Morton, who dominated the first couple innings for the Braves, will be out for the rest of the series with a fibula fracture by a comebacker from Yuli Gurriel. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning won yesterday's game against the Penguins 5-1. The Lightning look for another win tomorrow night against the Arizona Coyotes at 7 p.m. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic look for redemption tonight against the Charlotte Hornets after losing Monday's game against the Miami Heat. The game is set to start at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Keish Lust. Good all. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming November 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's a three-day, $60 million event with extra savings store-wide. Plus 36 months, zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 diamond eternity band and pay just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading her diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. The year's best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry. Even GIA certified diamonds will be on sale November 5th, 6th, and 7th. International Diamond Center. Celebration Point. Approved credit.
The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once, they, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups, fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's semi-annual sale, is happening next weekend, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Get extra savings store-wide. Lowest prices all year, plus 36 months, zero interest financing. And it's like double the selection. All the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections, all of it on sale. Plus over 1,000 new diamonds have been purchased just for this event. Don't miss the lowest prices before the holidays. Not this week. And next weekend, November 5th, 6th, and 7th at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. We've got about 10 minutes left in the air, nine minutes left in the show. Seth and I were just joking about something we had both seen on TV. Uh, SNL, I finally watched last night and a little bit of it today. Uh, they had a great skit. It was an a male Ellen. It was called Melon. It was Sadekis playing it, and then they had Kyrie Irving on. And, and as a surprise, they snuck up and vaccinated. <laughs> it was it was really funny. It's funny. Uh, but um, all right, I've got my schedule for what I, I have, I've got to map it out every every Saturday, and I'll give it to you in just a minute. Let's get Robert's call first. So what's up, Robert? Yes, um, I just had a quick question. I know every coach is uh, criticized, of course, 
Um, I was just wondering. I know you know Coach Spurrier coming in, having all the all the um, success that he's had you know, from the beginning. But being in Gainesville, I wasn't in Gainesville at the time. What kind of criticizing did, did Spurrier take? Like at Choke It Dog or the, the big Nebraska Lulls? Did, did he take a, a lot of abuse for that? Yeah, I mean, he got it enough that uh, when he left, there was at least a an element of his reason for leaving that they had just finished a two-loss season that where they were finished number three in the country, won their bowl game against the ACC champs in the Orange Bowl, and everybody was like, eh, down the year. And, and that's when I think he – that was a little bit I, – I think – I don't think it was a big part of it, but stuff like that and, and when he would – People would question, you know, the suspension of Doug Johnson, uh, stuff like that. He would he would kind of rear back. And if you remember back when Jack Jackson got suspended for the homecoming game, and Chris Harry did his job and got a hold of Jack Jackson and asked him and got an interview with him, and Spurrier all pulled us all in and uh, at the press conference that week and told us, "Tell everybody, turn your press your tape recorders off." And this is not off the record, but. You guys are either for us or against us. And, uh, you know, if you're not for us, then you're against us. And most of us were saying, we're neither one. That's not our job. Our job is to report what's going on. But at the same time, um, you know, that's the way he, he – That's that was his philosophy. And, of course, nothing – I mean, he we got along great with him. And we still get along with him great to this day. But he was a big that's believer right. in you're either for us or against us. I got you. I just everybody's been on Mullen. I was like, um, you know, I know he, he, all the great things he did, but I was like, there was some moment that, that things didn't go perfect, and I was just wondering how the fan, fan base. You know, yeah, there, it was uh, a little bit. It, it, I will say this, and I'm a I'm a big believer in this, uh, having been around this for a long time at at Florida and in the in the business and in the state of Florida. I mean, I've been. And I was born here, so I, that's a long time. That's be 67 years in a couple of weeks. So, but I, I'm telling you that when Florida won those two national championships and football and football and basketball in the same three year span, not even three three full years, it changed everything. And now all of a sudden, everybody went, "Hey, why can't we always do this?" And, of course, nobody's done it since. Nobody probably will ever do it again. Uh, have a run like that where you win uh, four nas- uh, the, the, the four biggest national championships in three years. And nobody's ever going to do that. But Florida fans cannot get that taste out of their mouths. They, and I don't blame them. It's a, it is yeah. the sweetest ambrosia you can ever have to be on top of the world over and over and over again and they want to get back there, and uh, I think that's why fans are a little bit more critical of whether it's Muschamp, whether it's McIlwain, whether it's Mullen, or another coach name with an M name. I'm I'm sure uh, they get they get more down on them. You know, they get down on uh, assistant coaches who don't do the job. I remember, shoot, uh, when they lost to South Carolina, I I destroyed Steve Adazio in my column. You know, I mean, because that that's where Florida football wasn't supposed to be there. They weren't supposed to be home game to win the East and you get destroyed by um, South Carolina. Come on. That can't happen. But, it, you know, things change in college football. Things change in all sports. Every week. 
Yep. <laughs> and it may change again this week, and we may all be going, you know, Dan Mullins is the most brilliant mind I've ever been around. Todd Grantham had a plan for him. Now all of a sudden we go back and we look at we'll, – we'll start looking at Florida's games this year except the LSU game. We'll take that a game out So the, if he does great. So, I mean, yeah, it's a weekly game, you know. Baseball's a daily game. Football's a weekly game. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call, Robert. Good stuff. Um, all right, so let me give you what I – and this is me because I'm, I've got two TVs. I've got a third TV – and I, I just haven't taken the time to hook it up. I don't think I have the third splitter I need. So I'm just living with two. It's okay. It, it's not bad. I like it. I got two big TVs, too, in that sports room. So the noon, it's pretty clear what to watch here. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, the big game on Fox. I'm going to give you all the networks. Uh, that's the game I'll watch on the second TV. It'll be Miami at Pitt. Uh, in the on the ACC network, that's the best second game I could find. Uh, interested to see how Pitt comes back after a big win, and certainly with Miami getting that win uh, over a ranked NC State team last week. You know, again, I I think I've said this over and over again. I think Miami is crazy to even consider firing Manny Diaz. I'm not saying he's the guy, but I'm saying you don't know who the guy is. So why? Take a guy who has done a great job in keeping his team playing hard and is doing a good job recruiting and just start all over again. I think that would be a huge mistake, just like with Mike Norvell. I mean, there's been talk about, you know, he's won three in a row but over nobody. But, no, this is what the pattern you get into. It's a negative pattern. It's happened at Tennessee. It's happened at Florida to a point. Um, all right, so uh, that that those are the the two best noon games. The three thirty games, obviously, Florida Georgia will be on the TV. Sound off, won't listen to it. I, I'm same way. I watch the Braves. I don't want to. I don't want to hear what anybody else has to say. It's not that I know everything. I just don't want to hear what they have to say. I'll, I it, it'll come up on Twitter or something, you know, if, if I need to find out what happened. Uh, so I got that game on CBS, of course. And then FSU Clemson at 3.30. Um, curious to see what FSU does. Curious to see how that game works out with Clemson in terms of uh, their inability to get anything going offensively. You know, Dabo's been very interesting this week, which is rare for him, talking about uh, the situation. All right, at 7 o'clock, we have uh, Ole Miss at, at uh, Auburn, which is an ESPN game. Ought to be a good one, really interesting game. Also, Kentucky at Mississippi State. You got to be an SEC nut like me to watch it, probably. But at seven thirty, Penn State at Iowa State, I'll switch it over to that on ABC, and then North Carolina Notre Dame on NBC. Interesting game. I'm not sure Notre Dame can score enough the way, but North Carolina's defense isn't very good. North Carolina is a weird team. I'm just saying that. So uh, that's my schedule, and that's what'll be, and that's what, uh, of course, Saturday there will also be. A baseball game play. The Braves play tonight. Friday off, Saturday night again. So I'll be watching that as well. Hopefully, hopefully, good things will happen for the Braves. All right, that's going to do it for me. And I was just mentioning to Jeff, I'm not going to see him until next Wednesday because I'm not here tomorrow. Robbie and I are here Friday. I'm not here Monday or Tuesday. I'm going up to Savannah and speaking up there and spending some time so we'll be back 
But I'll be back on Friday. See you then. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi, developing story. Eddie Rosario moved to the leadoff spot for the Braves against the Astros for Game 2 of the World Series tonight. ESPN radio coverage in one hour. Jorge Soler, who homered to lead off last night's win, shifted to the fifth slot. Cardinals defensive end J.J. Watt won't play tomorrow versus the Packers because of a shoulder injury. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott dealing with a calf injury listed as limited at practice today. Dallas being cautious with Dak. The team can make a couple of game plan tweaks to lower the risk so Prescott doesn't aggravate the injury, explains two-time Super Bowl champ and Manning cast co-host Eli Manning. So you limit some of the things that might you know be bothering it, uh, you know whether that's, you know, some bootlegs or, or, you know, he might not run as much and, and do the sprints or if it's more shotgun. So you can work around the game plan a little bit and, and still be successful and, and kind of hide the injury. Eli Manning on Greeny with Mike Greenberg. NBA medical testing showed no structural damage to the right knee of Nugget center Nikola Jokic. He suffered a right knee contusion last night. Coming up Thursday, we'll react to Game 2 of the World Series as the Braves take a 2-0 lead back home. We'll tell you if they can keep this magical run going despite losing another key player. That's Thursday morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. This could be a lost season for the Seattle Seahawks, so you start to question whether or not it's in the organization's best interest to even try to rush Russell Wilson to get back to try to save the day. Because I don't know that he's going to be capable of being able to do that with this group of guys. Like, this roster, as constituted, I don't know that they're good enough to be able to make a playoff push in the second half. Then why rush Russell Wilson back at all? I give you a lot of credit for being able to say, why why rush Russ that fast? (laughs) It's credit, Mike, not credit. You know what? I'm going to get away from this. We one. get what you're trying to say, though, Gojo. I, I got you, man. I, I, I'm with you, bro. I barely get you're what straight. I was trying to say right there. I got that you. is a I ton. Got you. I am in awe of what Chris Canty just put on tape right there. Canty and Golic Jr. Kenny and Golic Jr. on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us via the Goodyear Hotline. Hit us up. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, we want to hear from you. If you had Elon Musk money and could buy your favorite team, what would be the first thing that you do? The call-in number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But before we get back to your calls, we got to revisit what happened on Tuesday night in Game 1 of the World Series where Jock Peterson, outfielder for the Atlanta Braves, seemingly called his shot because the Braves took the Houston Astros to task on the road in Game 1. Yeah, Jack Peterson, in a letter penned to the Players' Tribune, said all the things, all the shortcomings, all of what they've overcome in Atlanta as reasons why they might not be the team, and then signed it off with, but we also just might be those MFers. So they took that and ran with that one, Chris, but uh, it didn't come without its drawbacks here. They get the 6-2 win in Game 1, but they're going to be without pitcher Charlie Morton going forward, broke his leg during this game here. Manager Brian Snicker spoke after the game, on his leg and what happened during that time. I'm not a doctor or all that, but I don't know that it was broken when he did that. I mean, it was stressed, but he felt okay. And and I think a lot of athletes have 
have done that. I saw a kid foul a ball off his foot one time when we were playing the Mets. And it took a while, but he went back in the box, hit a homer, and his leg or foot fractured round in the bases. So I, I don't know that that's all that uncommon in these kind of injuries with baseball, football, whatever players. All right, I don't know if we need to go comparing it necessarily like that, Brian. You do a great job managing this team here, but we all saw a 102-mile-an-hour ball careen off that guy's shin. I feel like it's a pretty solid chance that's what broke it. Yeah, that was a screamer from Yuri Gurriel, and it just oh. it seemed like in real time like something could be wrong, but Charlie Morton was pitching through it. The veteran that he is, knowing the opportunity that he has to pitch on that stage, knowing how important he is to the Braves' prospects of being able to be – win the World Series and be champs. Like, he tried to gut through it as long as he could, and unfortunately in that third inning, it just gave way. But, I mean, we're giving credit to Charlie Morton. We also got to give credit to the bullpen for the Atlanta Braves because you don't script it where those guys got to cover up six and two-thirds innings. But those guys stepped in. They did the job. All four relievers had plus stuff, and they kept that Astros lineup in check. So hats off to them, too. Jackson, Mint, Winters, I mean, Matzik. And, uh, and Smith, they all got the job done. Like, really impressive to see those relievers step in that spot and all be able to shut down that Astros lineup. It was a gritty win in Game 1. We talked about riding that emotion of what they've been able to do really since August here. So the Braves do that and take that 1-0 lead. Brian Snitker and company going to have to adjust now for the rest of the series without Charlie Morton. And so we will get into more of that here. You can always hear coverage of the World Series all throughout the series on ESPN Radio, coming up right after us here, 7 o'clock Eastern. You can also tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcast. I think they're deep diving into some of the controversy surrounding Notre Dame's Play Like a Champion sign and the... I'd say folks from Oklahoma that are a little mad about all the fun and credit that Lou Holtz and us get for that sign. So mm. go ahead and check out Pablo having fun with that one coming up here. But uh, Chris, we talked about so much of the big news swirling around the NFL here on Canty and Golick Jr. You've got Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Los Angeles Rams, getting into it with other owners because he doesn't want to pay legal fees associated with his team leaving the St. Louis area, which is still, like again, like billionaire infighting here is going to be entertaining for a lot of us for a lot of reasons. So that's one thing we got here. Yeah. We got the Washington football team, the investigation going on into that team that hasn't released any of the information here. We know about the emails. We know it got John Gruden relieved of his duties with the Las Vegas Raiders, but a lot of people still looking at what's happened to Washington. Then there's the situation with Deshaun Watson and the Panthers. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, spoke on that yesterday, where the league is at with the investigation into the quarterback of the Houston Texans. There obviously are uh, other, um, I'll call it legal approaches that are being made either through civil cases. Uh, obviously the police have been investigating also. Uh, we don't have all the access to that information at this point in time, and we, we pride ourselves on not interfering in that, um, being cooperative as we can to make sure we get all the facts. Uh, but I think that process is still ongoing. And until that process is ongoing and we have